0: Have you ever gone after a dream most people would never even try? That was me. I'm Caroline Gardner, a single mom of three who thought I could never accomplish something like a triathlon until I did and everything changed. This is a show about people who dare to go after their dreams, especially when met with life's adversities. So let's go find out why we try. All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Why We Try podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Gardner, and I'm on with a very special guest. He is a coach of the uh, Lightning Warriors up in Long Island, New York. I was going to say New York City. And he's a dad, he's a husband, and during the day, a CEO, you know, a (laughs) medical company and uh, a medical supply company. But without further ado, Noah, Coach Noah, welcome to the Why We Try podcast. How are you tonight?
1: Again, thank you for inviting me. Everything is is great. You know, I can't complain. Knock on wood, right?
0: Knock on wood, yeah. I'm next to cardboard, so can you knock on some wood for me? <laughs> um, we always start the show with a beverage, something. Quench our thirst. What did you bring with you tonight? Today,
1: I got taro milk tea with coffee popping bubbles.
0: Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My
1: Probably daughters are
0: going to be so jealous. They love They love bubble tea and any kind of popping sugar. sugar. (laughs) Definitely,
1: sugar. Yeah, sugar. (laughs) Thinking of thinking thinking of sugar. It's all Halloween's coming up, so
0: it's right there, man. I'm bringing tonight something a little adult (laughs) beverage with my a very important cup, a very important wine cup. This one I've got a little Cabernet in here. Tonight's a special night, Noah. Unbeknownst to you, actually, I I this is an anniversary. Uh, of the passing of my mom, actually. And uh, two years ago, suddenly, very quickly, she she became ill and we did have to say goodbye to her. 2018 was a shocking year. In April, she attended one of the first 70.3 races that she was able to attend. And little did I know that that was going to be the only one. This mug, I was like going back and forth. Am I going to have her Put the medal on me at the finish line going back and forth. It is very costly. Iron Man, we gotta work <laughs> on that. But I went for it. And I, I, I'm ever since, I'm so grateful for that memory. So cheers, Noah. We, cheers. we celebrate. Here's to our parents. Here's to us Here's being you, parents. Yes. <laughs> cheers. She always liked a good, good red. Okay. Noah, you are really one of a kind to me. I want to point out to everybody that I had done an interview with Leah Jansen, and she is really an incredible positive influence. And you know her as a teammate, correct?
1: (laughs) Yes, I have. I've known her. She lives not not too far away from me, but we are teammates uh, in terms of our adult team. You know we do have the same coach obviously she uh, she's much faster than i am
0: well she's so, much faster than a lot i mean a lot of people yeah, she's a lot of
1: people woof <laughs> yeah she's she's lightning fast for um for what she does i mean it's she what she does is incredible stuff, and she's very motivating and inspirational with the businesses that she has and appreciate that she is on my team, not on someone else's team yeah
0: absolutely you know? and so she you know kind of introduced us and you You know, came out and said, "Oh, I I would love to be on your show." And and as I've gotten to know you via the internet and social media, I'm really grateful for it, actually, because you are a a youth coach to your son's team that you started. We'll get into the behind all of that story, into your beginning. But I I just want everyone to at at some point to go ahead and click in the, the the notes of the show, the information I'll put, because what you do with your son and with students is really, really amazing, especially at a time when things kind of been really topsy-turvy for them. It's inspiring as a parent. It's inspiring just in general for our youth. And I want to point that out right in the beginning, really inspiring stuff. What and, and when were you introduced to triathlon?
1: Oh, by the way, thanks for <laughs> those kind words. That's too much, I think, on my, you know, for me. How did I get introduced to a triathlon? I, I want to say it was about two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. My friend did the Ironman Florida, where he never, never really ran, never really swam, but he gone off and go finished an <laughs> Ironman race, and I was surprised at what he was planning on doing a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile, bike. I don't even remember these numbers when he told me. I was just like, you're, I just remember thinking, yeah, that's not, that's crazy. I just remember that it was just, I was like, right. no way. And at that time I was just, just running, you know, not thinking about <laughs> Just it. running. Just running. I was doing, I was doing marathons, got into that and I never really thought about biking or swimming on top of the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. how I got, so that's when he yeah. did, I was, yeah, when he did, I was like, all right. I mean, if he could do it, I probably should plan on getting into it and see what happens.
0: So then so. you ventured out and did some volunteer work. I remember you telling me that you and your wife went out and was it to Arizona that you guys yep. went out? Yeah, Iron
1: Man, Ironman, Arizona. So one of those things I do is making sure that I get into into certain things. Yeah. And one of the things that I learned about Ironman was, if, well, at least in this race, if you sign up as a volunteer, you have first dibs and in, in getting a, a registration.
0: That's
1: really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I did not miss the boat in terms of being sold out. So me and my wife went out to go volunteer in 2013 so to plan ahead for 2014 race. <laughs> I so I didn't know what I was didn't know what I was getting into, but that's what And it was, what
0: was that like for plan. you? What was um, volunteering like for you? How did that affect I, you?
1: you? know, I like volunteering because you get the the well at least with ironman you get the behind the scenes yeah of what's going on you don't have to be working out or running as much as they do but you get to cheer them on yeah. and get to feel the excitement of what they're feeling you know whenever i do volunteering with the other races i get to see, you know i get to see the behind the scenes like how to do certain things
0: right. um how to coordinate to everything yeah. yeah
1: coordinate what to look for and i'm very grateful to, for those experiences but more so is just to see People doing things that you would have not done before. That's the biggest thing, I think. Yeah. You know, like, especially with the kids, for especially the first time they do it. I know this weekend we're gonna have some kids doing the monster duathlon, a short duathlon that I, I set up for the for the team. I know a couple of those kids never did a, any kind of a multi sport race, wow. so I'm like, okay, cool. So you're excited. And then hop them up on sugar. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited because you know I rarely wear. I rarely get into Halloween in general. I don't remember last time I went to a costume party, but um, you know, break out a costume here and there.
0: Yeah, but like this year's different. This year's yeah. different. Well, a little it's go, different.
1: Uh, it's different from I think different from any other year, other than you know, COVID and yeah. It's changed a lot. So.
0: A lot has changed. I know a lot has changed for you guys up there and and for you personally, too. So I want to definitely take a minute and, and acknowledge you for setting aside this time. I know you've personally been going through a lot. And I guess one of the things that I would like to ask, too, is, you know, you mentioned that you as a volunteer got your opportunities so that you would get into the Ironman race, right? But what were your biggest fears and challenges as you were going through that training? Because, of course, you had been exposed to marathon training, like you said. What was that like for you? And did you experience any difficulties? I mean, I would imagine, yes.
1: I would say that I was able to swim in general, but very afraid of open water. I knew for a fact that you could stop and run and the bike at any time on the side of the road and pause for a minute to reflect. But in open water, you yeah. have nothing to hold on to. I think when I was when I was in China one time, there was a open water body of open water on uh, a beach. I decided to swim out and not realizing how far I went and coming back mm-hmm. and I was like really nervous about what just happened because I
0: yeah.
1: I was thinking I could touch the bottom of the Was it a lake the, uh, or water. Was it ocean? I, I think it was in the bay. Okay. I was thinking, okay, I'll just drop down to the ground and push off. Mm. And then uh, a couple times it didn't really push off too much. <laughs> it, was, it was a little yeah, deeper it was, than you It was <laughs> a lot deeper than calculated. I thought. Or at whatever. What, what do I know? I was, I think, 16 at the time. And, uh, yeah. And I think maybe that carried over to mm. doing open water. I never really did open water swimming. Uh, you
0: know. Okay. That was your youth. So you, you grew up I- in China? <laughs>
1: No, no. I just oh, did because that you were far.
0: visiting. You were visiting. I was
1: visiting. I was visiting okay. and like in uh, Punk Kid, <laughs> see how far I could do. Uh,
0: sure, I could do it. Let's
1: go. I could do it. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't even know what was out there I was going after. That's and I awesome. just remember saying, oh, man, this is not easy. But same thing happened. And when you know, started doing open water swimming without a wetsuit, I would often stop. and I would, It's
0: such a difference, right? Without yeah. that wetsuit.
1: I always picked over by my house. We have a beach that is pretty shallow. So I kept on um, Taking a shower and could stand up any time. Yeah. I wouldn't venture out much further than that just because I'm not very good at treading water. Yeah. Heavy legs.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah. But 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 that's important. I I mean, if you're going out by even if you're going out with a group, I mean we go out and swim with a group, but it's not like, you know, everybody's looking back me. Yeah.
1: Like, Did she make it? Oh, all my friends are gone already. Gone. I'm like, oh, where'd they go? All right. What are you going to do? So, you know,
0: we do have to be careful. And I guess that's one of the good things about a race too, is like there are paddleboarders out there and, and kayaks, but it is still something that obviously you have to put in for the training so that you you're going to be safe. You want to be safe. You want to make it all the way around back to get on that bike. So swimming sounds like was one of the biggest challenges for you in, in the events. And then at the time, did your why change as you were going through preparing for this? Or did it stay continuous as to like, was it a health, you know, health, wanting to be healthy, wanting to experience what it was like as you saw the volunteers? What was that like for you?
1: It was more to prove that I could do it and go beyond uh, my expectations. Mm. Always trying to be, I, you know I've learned to be uncomfortable
0: okay
1: certain situations where I know be, if I'm uncomfortable with it probably something that I should probably work on that's come over time just to just experience like realizing what's important and what's not important and you know after you know I really got into doing you know thinking about Ironman after I had my seizure
0: so yeah you had a seizure that's that's a very substantial situation there tell us a little bit about what what do you experienced with that
1: yeah, I just, at that time I was wor- working a lot. Well, I still do, but at that time I was working a lot with little sleep, not realizing that sleep is important at that time. One, one night, I was at six o'clock in the morning. I said, Yeah, I'll go get an hour of sleep. But before I went to sleep, I said to my, uh, my wife, I said, Can you bring Emily to school? That was the last thing I remembered. <laughs> but she found me in, you know, with my eyes rolled up in my head when she came back. And um, yeah, from there, I went to the hospital and I just woke up in the hospital. I'm like, why am I here?
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember thinking like a little bit after that, after I recovered, thinking that life is short a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, you really don't have time to be stagnant or hesitant, hesitant is a good word, yeah. uh, about what you want in life. And I wanted to prove myself that, prove to myself that I could probably do a lot more than what I've done in the past. Mm. doing different marathons was was great what has been great and then still is I mm-hmm. think taking on something like swimming and then never doing a century bike on top of a marathon that was seems like it seemed like a good challenge to take on you know so <laughs>
0: it seemed like an exciting venture for you yeah,
1: it, w- it was it was something that I'd never done before I've never done triathlon before and I'm uh, like all right so That's when helpful. you came
0: out of that the hospital, and, and I'm assuming, and, and, and we've talked about this, that, that, that you were told that you can go back and go back to training? Or did you take some time? Um,
1: I didn't really think about that. I just felt ready. Yeah. I just felt ready. I don't recall if I ever asked for, for permission.
0: <laughs> it sounds like things were in alignment with you. I mean, health-wise, I don't think you would have been able to continue had things Uh, otherwise right if
1: I was having trouble in the beginning I did have trouble concentrating I remember thinking that I could go back to work right away and Mm. looking at paperwork and I remember that first time I was looking at paperwork and and numbers and I'm like yeah (laughs) that's not gonna happen (laughs) not gonna happen today oh man I I did I did I was patient I I did wait I wasn't even able to drive for a year wow yeah so I I was lucky that my dad was I'm lucky that my dad was available to, to be my chauffeur for uh, a long time. We spent a lot of time in the, in the car (laughs) together. So it was, it was, it was, you know, coming out of that thinking about positive, definitely a positive experience was just to hang out with my dad and all the, all the crazy things he would say, (laughs) you know, it was just like, it's just and
0: funny. it is because I mean I think of how we're always told like as parents to try to have the conversations in the car and to be able to to ride around with your dad you know as an adult I think that that's an opportunity for sure I, right
1: I, yeah and I and it's fun because now my son is driving and he, oh you know, wow he's gone, yeah he's he's going back he's going to go to um to the army soon
0: oh wow he's
1: go, yeah he's enlisting Gosh. but it's funny. That I get to sit in the, he's driving and I get to sit in the passenger seat thinking about, like, okay, what am I, what else am I gonna say to him? <laughs> it's always, and it's always something, you know, maybe profound, maybe profound. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe for me, it's profound. For him, yeah. it's like, what he's are you like, talking about? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what happens to us, right? Like, it, we become yeah. these parents and now we become our parents. And then yeah, they look at much. us, they look at us like, what are you talking about? And I'm sure in my head, I'm like, I'm, such a cool parent to be talking about <laughs> this, to be, whatever it is. Especially if it's like triathlon related, I'm like, this is so cool. And so you went forward, and you know, you had this crazy set of events happen with uh, having a, a seizure and 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 training, and then that led up to you conquering your training and getting back into it, and and so you you completed your your race. What year was it that you completed your race?
1: 2014.
0: 2014,
1: man. I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm due for another race.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh oh, it sounds like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I originally was going to do the all by myself 2018 blanc mm. and the training, you know, training didn't go the way I wanted to. And they had an option for a relay team. So that year, my wife was swimming a lot for whatever reason, uh-huh. swimming, across, swimming across the bay like five, six <laughs> miles. And then one of the, it was like, a a com- event for a fundraiser
0: uh-huh
1: and, and uh i was like oh okay you 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 want to do a swim she goes yeah no problem i'll do the bike and i'll do the run and then the running didn't happen my running training <laughs> didn't happen it too much
0: didn't
1: happen. so i asked my one of my friends i said can you would you want to run the the, uh, the marathon part I goes yeah so we had a little so we had a too. relay
0: there there you yeah, go we had a good relay. nice it was fun that's awesome yeah. And what year was it that you decided to, to start Lightning Warriors and, and this venture for, for coaching kids?
1: Yeah. So in 2016, my son was doing very well in some of the local races. And he, you know, one day I was sharing, you know, being proud, of, being proud of what he did. And he just goes to me, there's not enough competition. <laughs> I wow. want more I want more competition this is very he's very competitive to begin with i didn't i didn't see it until that year where he was like really into it he's everything started falling into place for him in terms of uh fitness Mm. started running really well and got into triathlon because i did
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so i started looking for for youth teams you know this logical just
0: yeah of course there you go Let me you pull go. up and drop you off. Here you yeah, go. Yeah, drop you, you off. Go.
1: That's it. We're good to go. <laughs> and um, we'll, ta- we'll uh, talk
0: about how our, how our training was later.
1: <laughs> exactly. With terms of so I started the ball of trying to figure out, like, what, what we could do
0: mm. for him.
1: And that grew and that morphed into, like, making sure that all kids on Long Island would have an opportunity to do triathlon. So in 2017, we kind of formalized. He got a bunch of his friends to uh, be part of the team. And they started doing races soon after that. I mean, in 2017, he was doing a lot of races. It was new, it was still too new to us, yeah. trying to figure out like what was going on in terms of the youth scene. We did go to Nash. I learned about Nash shows later, later in the year for mm-hmm. 2017. So we went. Zach came in third in his age group, actually, wow. second, in his, uh, second in his age group. Someone got disqualified. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. That's incredible, yeah. man. So,
1: yeah, he, um, he was very proud that he he did that well it was surprised too because he wasn't sure what the competition was going to be
0: right
1: i mean it was the age group race it wasn't the elite race but it was the age group race where he he got to you know get to see kids his age Mm -hmm. more kids his age do the race so from there we were like okay let me start up a not-for-profit Make sure it's available to all kids on Long Island, and uh, push ahead and just start growing the sport on Long Island. Helping the race directors that we work with get more kids to their races. You, you know, had told
0: me that at that time there was a there was a local event in the process of, of changing gears, and and it just so happened around like the same time that you were
1: yeah it's yeah interesting yeah.
0: things. It's so
1: in terms of what we did as a Lightning Warriors, we got an opportunity to. Host our own race based off of someone else not being able to do uh, pick up what she started uh, with a mom and pop family friends type of event for triathlon, mm. and uh, we decided to uh, make it. And it was always small, you know, bunch of kids. But when I remember thinking that it was available to set up a race, mm-hmm. I, you know, me, my team, and my board decided that it would be a good time to make it bigger than it was before. Wow. Making sure it was sanctioned, we got the insurances, we got sponsors, all the fun stuff that you see in, the, in, in <laughs> all the other events, right? Yeah, right. And, um, like a
0: legit, know, it, was, it was a
1: legitimate yeah, it was, race. It was legit. We sold out at 100, ki- we planned for 100 kids. And yeah. I kind of figured it would probably get 70 and we would, we would have extra stuff. Like I would have my own medal, you know, for myself because, yeah. heck. You know, <laughs> that the race, might as well, you know, have a... Have I earned
0: it, it, too. Come on. I earned it, too.
1: I tell you, you know, race coordination and making sure everything's going on is really, you know, hold your breath for that day. Because, especially with kids, mm. you know, it's, you're like, you're waiting for the last kid to get out of the water, mm-hmm. last kid on the bike and make sure that everybody crosses the finish line. Yes. And they're all smiling. That's the right. biggest That was the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, so
0: everybody's okay. <laughs> yeah, so
1: we, we started the mini maniac race. Yeah, we had a bunch of kids. Wow. Uh, we, we, when we found out it was sold out, the race director, she goes, uh, how many kids do you think we have? It was like, I don't know, about three weeks before the race. I said, uh, you know, 80 tops. So we sold out. Oh, oh. my gosh. I, and I, I, the first thing I thought was, I'm not getting a medal because we, only, because we only ordered 100 exactly, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I, you know, oh, I don't get to have a medal now. All right, whatever. But we we scrambled and we got you know extra extra medals and everything we ordered extra a little bit. Yeah, we we yeah we were lucky. Okay. We had enough time to get more stuff. That was and that
0: and that was in 2019.
1: That was yeah last year. That was wow, last year. Yeah, and this year we were planning on having 200 kids, and then that fell through. So when we canceled that race, and I think we canceled it early on, you know, May, I still wanted to have something, the kids, to keep some of the momentum going um, and make it uh, available to more, you know, other kids. Mm-hmm. So we went virtual. We did a and it wasn't a virtual event, but it was virtual programming. Mm -hmm. where for six weeks we had professional triathletes participate. They had all each had different week to, to take care of, you know, we had Joe Malloy Olympian take care of some of the hosting along with Jody Robertson. So he did what he did do. He did the transition that, that week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You guys have to go check out Noah's uh, well, either Facebook or, or Instagram. I'll make sure I have all the links there in the notes of the show, but I was looking through that and, and during a time that was like crazy, you know, we need to find uh, yeah. humor in, in all of it. And I was watching some of these things that you guys were doing and the kids <laughs> were doing. And there were two things that happened. One, I was laughing hysterically and it was awesome. And the other part was one of the things that you guys do, or you had them do, uh, I thought was really smart. So it, it's something that you told me that you do use normally as a, as a training technique to have them spin yeah. around. What is that? Tell me about that.
1: So- because most of the time, well, we're on Long Island, sometimes the water is not available. So mm-hmm. to simulate coming out of the water, that dis- disorientation that you have when you go from horizontal to vertical, it can be disarming. So you have to basically train for that. You know, so if we're not, I'm not having the kids go in the water and just jump right out. Right. So we would do, we would do some push-ups first to sim- <laughs> pump yeah. the arms, just like he was you was swimming. Uh-huh. And then for the disorientation, we would have them spin. And once they spin, you could see some of the kids would, and then we would have them run to transition, yeah, to get there to get their bikes. And you could meet if if they're doing really quick, if you could see them wobbling, before
0: yeah they you had said that you had adults come and and do this virtually. and like it was hilarious to watch because <laughs> it's just one of those moments again, where like these kids are doing it, and they're 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 doing it. You know, they're transitioning. And I think as an adult, I'd fall on my face. Like I think it would be actually really. I, I bet my coach is going to pay attention to this and be like, "Guess what we're doing next weekend?" And and it would really be entertaining. But so that's great. Make sure great. you
1: video it. Make sure you vid- he videos it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it really. I mean, and listen, all these events being canceled and or postponed has been been really overwhelming and to be able to do that virtually and get these kids pumped and you could see it you could see how excited they were to be taking part in something so it was really cool that you did that with them so how are you pivoting now like how's it going up there i know everybody in this uh, situation we're all kind of reaching out to one another and seeing what's going on in your neck of the woods
1: since we spoke we i have had like one one day a week practices mm-hmm. just to basically get ready for a little event that we're having this weekend for Halloween. I wasn't sure exactly how some of the parents would react or.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm still not sure exactly, especially in New York. We, we've had some interesting numbers that come through, and I'm like, I don't know. You know yeah. I'm not sure if I want I, to be I hear you. Be exposed in that manner, that liability. Of course. But we of still course. had start having practices where. Mm-hmm. The kids are pretty separated. It's outside still. Yeah. It's still warm enough to be outside.
0: What is the temperature? Yeah. Tell me what the temperature is. Uh, <laughs> Tell me. Uh, I, saw I, like, like I saw you like I saw you like rubbing like your hands together and today, I'm like, Oh, today, I remember that. <laughs> yeah,
1: today today was sixty. So it's been it's been oh, nice for sorry. I think we could probably still hold out for the next couple of weeks to see if we could oh, still stay gosh. outdoors. It's nice to be outdoors. It's you know, fresh air, the kids don't want to get out anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, they, get, they get moving, they warm up, yeah. you know, it's, it's good for them. You know,
1: our school district um, is open five days a week.
0: Mm-hmm. We, still
1: have, we still have kids that are staying home and doing remotely.
0: Right.
1: I um, you know, other districts around the area have it hybrid. Yeah. And I know it's hard for, you know, parents to have that, like, what day do I stay home? or
0: Yeah. Or, yeah, it's can been. I go, you
1: know, can I go back to work?
0: Right. Because
1: I have to be home like three days a week now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of transitioning in life. Yeah. Still, I mean, all over still, the place, right? It's,
1: yeah, it's still a challenge where you're still not sure what's going on or what will happen. And you make Absolutely. the most of it. It's, you know, we're fortunate our school district went back full time. Mm-hmm. I think the kids wanted it, especially my son, my youngest one. He, yeah. needs to get
0: out. he needs to get out of the house. You need to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you go in the backyard and just sit there. Uh, yeah, just, get out, just, out of the house. <laughs> yeah. But that's what our parents always do. They always just like, yeah. go, get out, get out of the house. For beginners that are listening right now, people that are, are, are maybe coming back in after taking a break, what would some advice be to them that you'd want to share if they've been contemplating and then now maybe going through stuff in their personal life and like saying... Hey, you know what, I, I wanna give I wanna pay some more time into me and, and learning to swim or to, to clip in and bike or learn how to run. What what's some advice that you would give just as something to have them hold on to in your ventures, you know? Or maybe also two things. One about themselves and what about for kids if they have kids that are showing signs of interest.
1: I want to say my go to answer to that is volunteering. I think volunteering really gives you perspective of what can happen, and especially for kids. If you're volunteering and you have your kids volunteer with you, if they're able to, it's a really great gift to give them, and yourself. I think it's you know, the yeah. biggest thing that you can do for anyone, you know, other than I think doing self-help stuff, personal development is always helpful, but to get that needle moving, I do believe in volunteering yeah. a lot. And
0: And that just covers both things. I mean, I think. Yeah,
1: not too. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like crazy volunteering, but it's, or, you know, spend that much time. But I think helping someone else out, even being a Sherpa. Yeah. Helping someone else out, really a gift for yourself and to the other person.
0: Mm -hmm. Great advice, Noah. I think that's incredible advice. I want to thank you so much again for your time tonight and your your knowledge on everything that you've learned in venturing into being a triathlete and being a coach. And those kids are some pretty lucky kids to have you as their leader. Really, really, really impressive. I thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and put all the information for you guys to find Noah and follow him and his amazing, fun adventures that he's doing with these kids. It's really awesome. Appreciate your time tonight, Noah, so much. Thank you.
1: Now, thank, thank you for doing this. It's a great uh, forum for people to learn more about a triathlon in general, uh, but more so about the people who are involved with it. It's not just swim, bike, and run. It's really the people who are in doing it in the sport, sharing with others, um, cheering other people on, makes it really a community that you want to be be part of. You know, it's so, yeah. it's in that way that you have to want to be part of triathlon. It's I, like, I agree. why would you be, you know?
0: I, But I agree. I, having you say that, it's really interesting. I, I, this past weekend, just to add, Claremont, Summer's Events did put on a triathlon. They did the Great Floridian Triathlon. Last minute, I changed my entry from, from the third distance to a duathlon, which which I, I've never competed in before, I had no idea what I was biting off. Oh my god! I was praying for that swim. I was like, man, maybe I should have done the swim. <laughs> I had an opportunity to to go up with my tri club and uh, my coach's tri club, my tri club, and uh, we were racking our, our our bikes, you know. And it's just a moment of like how we're here, like we're here, we're able to do this. This is something that not everybody's able to do right now in the world, and um, here we go. So we're in there. And then all of a sudden the officials were crowding around and I'm like, I know they're not looking at me. Like, what, what are they, what do they want? Well, they put all the pros at a rack right next oh. to my, right next to my, my rack, our rack that I was in. And they were just all coming in and names that I, I would butcher right now. I, I don't even want to go into all the, the pros that were there. But all of a sudden something hit me that they, they, they were like looking into us and normally other races i've been to they are just like in to set up and focus they don't they sometimes they have headphones you know they have their earbuds earbuds whatever and they're just like Zoosh. and this was like they were looking around they were talking to each other everybody was wearing masks and, and all the bike racks you know you had space it's amazing <laughs> but it it, it triggered <laughs> like wow you know this is this is i hope i hope that we hold on to that, you know, and then out there on the bike ride, as I was getting past, they were probably on their second loop and I'm on my first, I got a lot of keep it up. Good job. As they like whiz by with their disc bikes, you know, again, it's, it's that community that you're talking about, you know, from the volunteers that were amazing and so happy to be there to, to, you know, friends and family that were were out along the course, because again, they all want to be distance and and doing it properly. So you'd see people sporadically or out on the bike course or wherever along the run parked. And it was done and it was done really well. And I had to give uh, a shout out to the summer's events because they, they did an exceptional job and that sense of community was there, Noah. So I'm excited to to see when I'm going to volunteer and I'm going to tell you all about it because you're the one who's inspiring me to do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for you to come up here and volunteer too. Oh, me
0: too, me too. <laughs> well, you know what? Our coach did announce and I mean, he hasn't made it completely official yet, but I'm sure oh. he's, he's going to, that he was looking at Lake Placid Nice. As a full Ironman, I've not done a full man yet, and that is oh. a big cookie to bite off.
1: it's, so, a, it's a beautiful venue, beautiful course. <laughs> yeah, if you were gonna do do your first one, I would I would say that was that would be a good one to pick. You know, it's
0: <laughs> or maybe to volunteer for first. We right? could
1: volunteer for it too. <laughs> I mean, we act. You know, funny thing is that I what I think it was two thousand yeah two thousand fourteen. Um, Irene volunteered. And I'm thinking she's gonna do the race, but she's like, No, I'm just volunteering.
0: <laughs> it's a it's and, a doozy. I was looking yeah. at the numbers and I'm like, well, that's some serious climbing.
1: Not, yeah, the climbing is is uh it's real. It's something you have to get prepared for. The lake is beautiful, it's flat. That's you beautiful. have a, a line in the middle of the of the lake, you <laughs> can follow it and it's two loops. Get out of the water and come back, go back in. It's it's just very scenic.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful up there. Yeah,
1: it's beautiful.
0: Well, as soon as, I'm, you know, Floridians are allowed to go anywhere, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 you'll be the yeah. first to know. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, definitely keep us all in the loop of all the things that you're doing, Noah. Noah, thank you again so much for tonight. It was great no, speaking with you again.
1: I, I appreciate you taking the time to converse with me, and I, I look forward to seeing you more often, so.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, have a great night, Noah. All
1: right, good night.
0: That's a wrap for this week on the Why We Try. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this deep dive into the world of triathlon as much as I did. If you're looking for more insights, tips, and training encouragement, follow me over on Instagram. I'm at Why We Try Podcast, and that's try with an I. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your teammates, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and don't forget your favorite beverage wherever you go.